This week in Baby Quest, don't have a cow, man. Welcome to Baby Quest. My name is Mike. And I'm Leah. Hi, Leah. Hi, Mike. Do you know what day of the week it is? <sighs> Maybe. Do you know what day of the month it is? Do you know what day of the year it is? No. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's the week between Christmas and New Year's, and nobody knows what day it is. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because nobody works. <laughs> Literally nobody works. Everyone in the world has it off. No matter what your job is, and nobody has to go to work, and everybody's happy because no one is working. Right. Not quite, but, you know, close. Also, we've now, I mean, at least in our province, we have entered into official lockdown number two. Woo! (laughs) Doesn't change a lot for us. Good thing they started it after Christmas so that we could have those big, 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 big family get-togethers. We did not have a big family get-together. We ate dinner, just the two of us, in our house. Mm -hmm. We did a couple of visits with people outside. Yeah, So, but for the most part, it was just the two of us for Christmas. And you made a beautiful, delicious meal. Thank you. It was so good. (laughs) And it was all vegetarian. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> there was very little suffering that went into the, the meal, which is great. Not no suffering, but very little. <laughs> there was... Minimal. Animal products used in some of the dishes. Yeah, it was not a great Christmas for them, but we tried. Yeah. We had a big mushroom wellington, which is great. Mm-hmm. Whole whack of mashed potatoes. Yep. And very fancy Brussels. It was good. Yeah. Gravy. Mushroom gravy. You had your canned cranberry sauce. Big can of cranberry sauce. The only the only way to properly eat cranberry sauce is the, the one straight from the can, <laughs> but it's the jellied one so that when it comes out of the can, it's still can shaped. <laughs> and then you just grab a knife and slice yourself off a nice slice of cranberry sauce. This is... I feel, I feel bad for not mentioning it before Christmas. Because now people are going to have to wait till next year to do it properly. This might be one of the biggest, like, differences in our families is I grew up eating homemade cranberry sauce Mm -hmm. that that is very tart and not a lot of sweetness. (laughs) And you grew up... It's got weird... it's, It's like orange flavored. Yeah. But it's like only orange flavored. No. Okay. And you grew up on canned cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. The real stuff. And I literally didn't know what to do with this can of cranberry sauce that you brought into the house. I was like, am I supposed to heat this up? Is this supposed to be hot? It would just turn into cranberry <laughs> juice. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, like, do I mash it in a bowl? So it's like, like a, um, yeah, like, do I break it all up? And you're like, No. <laughs> No, you just hold the can, open the can, and you kind of squeeze it and wiggle it around till it plops out, 
And then you slice yourself up some cranberry sauce. No, you have to, you put it on the table though. It has to go onto the table still looking like a can. And then you, people who want it slice off a slice of cranberry sauce to their taste. I don't understand it. It does make sense to me. So basically, we had Christmas, just the two of us. Yeah. And... It was great. Don't tell our families this, <laughs> but it was pretty nice. If you're, if you're a member of our family and you're listening, just cover your ears. It was actually really nice. <laughs> just having a super low-key Christmas. We watched some World Juniors ice hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started on Christmas Day this year, which was cool. What else yeah. did we do? Opened presents. <laughs> we did presents. We did presents. We didn't do too many presents, we but did we did some. A few Zoom calls with people. Yeah, and that was great. We got to talk to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was good. I think it was very good considering. Yeah. And it was nice not having to do the Christmas crazy gauntlet that we do every year. Mm. Three straight days of nonstop going out and seeing people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was like... The fact that there was no rush to get anywhere, like... Ever. Yeah. It was so nice. Yeah. And we still dressed up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Christmas dinner and the calls and stuff, and we got to look nice and stuff. We put on some nice clothes, and I put on some makeup and did my hair, and (laughs) yeah. Yeah, it was great. So, everyone who celebrates Christmas, I hope you had a great Christmas, even though it was a weird one. And even if you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope you tried to celebrate Christmas anyway. No, we hope you had a relaxing Friday. Good Friday. No. No way. something else. That's different. <laughs> a, a great Friday. There you go. All right. So what's going on with us? Well, I'm going to be going back to work next week as usual. What about you? And I'm not. Rude. So I am on medical leave until I give birth, and then I am on maternity leave. So and I then can... after maternity leave, you're on summer vacation because teacher. Uh-huh. So right now, if everything goes to plan, I would be scheduled to go back to work September 2022. Which is stupid. <laughs> That's so crazy. Uh, yeah. I'm going back to work in a, like one week. You get time off when Clem's born. I know, but not that much. So I, I t- blame the patriarchy somehow for this. Uh, no, but okay. <laughs> if, if feminism really caught on and all things were really equal, I would also be off until 2022, <laughs> September. We could move to Sweden or Norway or something, and then I think you get a lot of leave. Yeah, but yeah, but they have bad COVID there, so. Mm. Well. Sweden does know what's going on when it comes to parental leave, but not sure about their... <laughs> their COVID plans. COVID strategies. So I told my kids, the kids in my class, I guess, on the 18th, yeah, our last day of school was the 18th, that I wasn't coming back. And the way I told them was, I I said, I have some exciting news to tell you. 
But first I'm going to show you a picture. And because we do all our classes, I'm teaching virtual, so all our classes are on Google Meets. So I shared a picture with them so they could all see it. And it was an ultrasound picture. And I said, like, does, does anybody know what this is? And one kid said, it's a cow. And I said, no, not quite. And then you told me the second kid <laughs> after that kid was like, oh, I got it. It's a cow eating grass. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, no, move away from the idea of a cow. It's not a cow. <laughs> and then I had another kid say, well, this picture is dark and caves are dark. So it's a picture of a cave. And I was like, well, I like your thought process. Pretty close. And in a manner of speaking, it is kind of a cave. Like if you think about the uterus, sort of. It's cave-like. When yeah. I yell in there, there's a big echo. That's odd. Okay. Uh, so we did eventually kind of get to the fact that it was a baby. And then we got and to what the, about the kid who said it looked like bones or something. Oh yes, one kid said it looks like it looked like bones, and I was like, oh, it does kind of look like when you when you have an X ray, and they're taking pictures of your bones. You're right. So we did get to eventually get to the fact that it was a baby, and that it was a baby inside a mummy's tummy. And I said, but like, who's the mummy? Like, whose baby is this? And they did eventually determine that it was my baby. So I stood up and I showed them my big belly because, I mean, obviously they haven't really seen it. I've been sitting down for my classes. So I told them that because I'm having a baby, I'm not coming back to school in January. And most of them were like a little sad, but also like, eh, that, that seems reasonable. Mm -hmm. I had one kid ask how the baby got in my belly and if I swallowed it. No, did not swallow it. And then like, well, how, if you didn't swallow it, how did it get in there? And I told that child they could ask their mother how the baby got in my belly it's not part of the curriculum no i wasn't about to explain that see if we weren't in this patriarchy we could have a more progressive sex ed curriculum where you learn in junior kindergarten all about no making whoopee no yeah so i'm excited i'm excited to not be going back to work I've had a few people ask me, like, well, what are you going to do with all your time? Yeah, I'm not worried about that. I, I think I'll be able to fill my time. Yeah, I know some people need to go to work to have anything to do in their lives or find satisfaction and things like that. That has not been my experience. And I think to an even greater degree, that is not your experience. I, I like my job. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, you're also one of the, yeah, and that's the other thing. You're one of the weird people who would still go to work even if there was no money involved. Like, if we won the lottery, yes. right? Yes, like, we've had this conversation. If we won the lottery and I didn't need to work anymore, I would just go and volunteer. Like, I would just spend time in a classroom and sit with kids and talk with them and, like, help them with stuff. And Like, I would just enjoy doing that. Probably not as much time. No, like I probably, no, it wouldn't be like every day, all day, but I would still do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, now, if we won the lottery, I don't think that I would go looking for people who don't know how to use their phones and asking them if I could help for free. That's fair. Yeah, I don't feel the same. <laughs> yeah, so 
as much as I love my job, and I even like as challenging as teaching virtually has been this year, I still really liked it. And I mean, obviously, it's different than how I normally do my job, but I enjoyed it. And I saw improvement and growth in my students from September to December, which was rewarding to see because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to see those improvements. But I also recognize that I need some time off. (laughs) Which is fair. Yeah. And our OB also recognized that. Like, even from the very start of the year, she was like, you're sure you're good? You want to go back to school? Yeah. (laughs) You want to go back to work? Let me know as soon as you decide you don't feel like going to work and we'll write you off. Like, you don't need any extra stress. You have lots of reasons to be off right now. So Yeah. She was very, very, very good from the very beginning. Yeah, it was like the first appointment. I was like nine weeks pregnant. And she was like, you sure you want to work? And I was like, "Eh, yeah, like at this point, yes. (laughs) She was like, okay, whenever you're ready, you're you're done. I was like, okay. So that was nice. Yeah. To know that I always like kind of had that in my back pocket that I could like pull that out whenever I was ready. Yeah. And in school, like, this time of year is an easy break, which like was part of my consideration of why I was going to stop now. That it just like it's an easy switch to a new person being in the class. Mm. Yep. So how pregnant am I now? Twenty five. No. What day is it today? I mean, we already discussed at the top of the episode, no one knows what day it is, but it's Sunday. Are you 26 weeks now? Yeah. Oh. I thought we just turned 25, but okay. 26. Yeah. So that's good. Yep. How are you feeling about 26 weeks? Feeling good. She's been moving lots, which is nice. Nonstop. I do, like, one of the things that made me appreciate not having crazy Christmas was that I actually was able to be like, oh, yes, I have felt her move enough today. And I kind of thought like, oh, if we had done our crazy Christmas, I wonder if I would have had enough time to be paying attention to that and if that would have just like induced more stress because I wasn't, because I didn't have the time to like notice it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's such an overachiever when it comes to moving (laughs) as it is. Like it would be hard to imagine well, I guess not that hard because we've already been to the hospital twice. But hard <laughs> to imagine, like, legitimately not noticing her move for a long time. But Yeah, I will say, like, it is, there are normally, like, a few moments in the morning when I first wake up that I'm, like, just kind of lying there being like, okay, are you going to move? Time to get up. Yeah. And then, like, once she starts, it's like, then she's just bopping around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did kind of look at the calendar and count ahead a few weeks and like, oh, we're like getting kind of close to like scary time. Yeah, I know. And by sc- <laughs> scary time, you mean to where Eliza was born, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about that too. And I don't know, that's going to be stressful. A stressful week, I guess. Well, I think it's like stressful two weeks. Why? Like, I think week 28 and 29 will be kind of stressful. Why? Because, I mean, I was technically 28 and 6 the day we found out that Eliza didn't have a heartbeat. Right. And 
I was 29 weeks the day I I delivered. So I kind of think like those two weeks will be just... Yeah, I don't know. It's weird because I've... There's no reason to be weirded out by those weeks, but I've already started like thinking ahead to them. Yeah. And when I say them, I was only talking about the one week to like basically the week of Eliza's <laughs> how far how far she got, right? Yeah. And and it's a weird thing cuz yeah, I don't know. It's not like that's the risky week that we have to get past. No, like there's no more risk that week than this week. Yeah, this week, like any other week. Yeah. Yeah, it's No, I know what you mean. I've been having the same weird thoughts. And I just don't know how to like what you do to navigate that. Probably not much. Right. Just hang in there. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so that's kind of like where we are thoughts-wise. Yeah, so pretty good, but we've got this weird milestone coming up. Yeah. And that's about it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've also been thinking ahead to when she's actually born. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and, well, yeah. But specifically with regards to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Right. <laughs> and I don't know. I thought that in my mind, I, don't, I always kind of felt like she would be born and it would still be going on. And then maybe like by the summer, things would start getting back to normal. And then we would be like recovered and she would no longer be a brand new newborn and ready mm. to see people and hang out and stuff. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I don't know what the summer is going to be like. And that has started bumming me out. I mean... I, and this is not a just like us problem no. or anyone having babies now problem. This is... This over, is an everybody problem. Everybody for the entire last year problem, right? Yeah. I mean, I think the good thing about the summer is we can be outside we can see people outside even if we're like you know physically distant from each other we can still see people and like go for walks and hang out in a park and like yeah they might not be able to hold her but you know she can be kind of sitting on a blanket and they can all see her (laughs) i know but even that that's so strange yeah But, like, (laughs) I think that's better. Like, when she's born, people are just going to be coming to, like, our patio door. And we're just going to be, like, holding her up. Being like, look at the baby. Yeah. No, I know. I've seen people do that. I I mean, especially in March, it's still going to be cold. and March is just more February. Yeah. People always forget. And so, like, you're going to have to shovel a path to our back deck and, like, yeah. It's bad. They can just look at her through the window. We'll just set up a little zoo. <laughs> yeah. People can throw snacks at her. <laughs> throw snacks at us. We're the ones that need the snacks. Yeah, people can come throw snacks at us at our house. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. Been but thinking I about that. did find out from the OB that you will be allowed in. Yeah. Which is good. I had had a lot of, a lot of anxiety about Mike not being allowed in, specifically to the OR, 
I don't think that was ever a thing, though. But it said so on the paper that's posted outside <laughs> the receptionist at the high-risk clinic at the hospital. So, like, I wasn't making things up out of, like, thin air. I read the piece of paper, read what it said, and was like, oh, no, he's not going to be allowed to come in. So I was basing it off, like, what I thought was accurate info. I thought we already asked before, and they no. said it was fine. No. All right. I always assumed it was fine. <laughs> well, great. But I, I did, like, specifically ask. And so Mike will be allowed to come in. I will not be alone. I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. We don't know what would happen yet if Clementine has to go to Chio for any reason. Yeah, we're not there yet. We just haven't had, like, they can't do those tests we're waiting for more heart tests to make sure everything looks good there yeah but right now we can only assume that everything's good so it's all good right yeah so the year is almost over yes finally the one bad year that has ever existed (laughs) is over and we're going into a a totally different year where all problems will be solved and nothing will be bad right Remember 2020? That was the one bad one. Glad everything was good ever since then is what people are going to (laughs) say. Did you know? Yeah, sure. It's crazy. There's only like a week left of racism. And then it's all going to be over. 2021. Climate change. It's going to be fixed. 2021. Mm -hmm. Can you believe it? We're so close. Oh, we're so close to no more poverty and class inequality. I'm so excited. It's only a week away. So to celebrate this, to celebrate everything bad stopping and everything good starting, mm-hmm. we're doing our annual Baby of the Year Awards. <laughs> I didn't know this was an annual thing. It's always annual. Always. All right. It's always been annual. Okay. So who are some of the nominees this year? Um, well, we've got, obviously, I mean, the big one right off the top, obviously, Baby Yoda. Right. Okay. Great baby. Everybody loves him. Yeah. He has a name now. I don't know if that's a spoiler. I mean, it might be. And we're not going to say Baby Yoda's name because you're going to find out for yourself. Also, it's very cute. Baby Yoda is just a better name. Baby Yoda's a better name than Baby Yoda's real name. And um, so things we know about Baby Yoda, constantly under threat of harm and death. Uh, People always trying to kill that baby and capture baby. So that fits right in with our podcast. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Some negatives this year. Baby Yoda did eat that frog woman's eggs. He was just hungry. Did not appreciate that whatsoever. He was hungry. So yeah, Baby Yoda, one of the top contenders again this year for Baby of the Year 2020. Are there other babies? Yes, there's many other babies in the Baby of the Year awards. Okay, because I don't know. There's Boss Baby. That's a movie, correct? Boss Baby is a movie and a TV series, I believe. Okay. Sometimes it's Alec Baldwin, so that's, you know... It's questionable, but okay. So there's Boss Baby. Have you seen Boss Baby? Absolutely not. Have I seen Boss Baby? I don't think so. 
No. <laughs> but I have seen pictures of Boss Baby. Memes of Boss Baby. Boss Baby is a little baby, and this guy wears a suit because he's going to tell you what to do. Hilarious. So we got Baby Yoda, we got Boss Baby. Are we going to get a power suit for Clementine? We could get her a little power suit. Like a Power Rangers suit. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's just it's just funny. So there's those two babies. Um, let's see. There's the baby from that video game that I didn't play because it was too much about babies. I guess that was last December. But things from last December count as this year, so. Okay. The, the what death, video game was that? The Death Stranding video game where you carry around a baby because baby gives you like ghost protection and the I don't baby, like it. baby gives you thumbs up and <laughs> it's I don't like, like this in a fake like a jar or something it's very no, yeah, very bad I don't like this Mm-mm. I can tell you right away that baby does not win I'm sorry I don't like it all right um who else there's Megan Markle's baby that he was born last year okay all right out of the running right away <laughs> That's late breaking news. We've got a couple babies uh, like arriving in 2021, like royal babies. Royal babies. What about the Netflix royal baby? Oh, okay. So the third part of Christmas Prince. That's the last December thing as well. So that counts for this year's yeah, we awards. Yeah, we had Christmas Prince uh, and then we had Christmas Prince, a royal wedding. Mm-hmm. And then we had the third one, which came out last year, which I did not watch last year, but I did watch this year. Christmas Prince, A Royal Baby, See, I believe I like is that. the title. They saved themselves and for after they were married. <laughs> that's just, I always say, that's the right way to do things. Don't know if that's what that means. I think Anyways, it does mean that. Didn't watch that movie last year for... Um, obvious reasons. Uh, now it's not... Well, I mean, there there could be many obvious reasons <laughs> to not watch that movie last year or any year, but go on. Uh, but I had watched the previous two movies, so I was, you know... Anyways, watched it this year. Um, so these movies are kind of in the same realm. You know, they're not a Hallmark movie, but like... But it is. But kind of. Just Netflix version of a Hallmark movie. And, I mean, they're not great. Tell me about the Christmas <laughs> baby princess, Sir Prince. Uh, well, it was a... She didn't know, but once the baby was born, we found out it was a girl. Okay, princess. There's gonna be spoilers, folks. Get ready. That That's fine. No, nothing as bad as Baby Yoda's name. We're only spoiling. <laughs> Although Christmas Princess, this did seem, you know, based on the title, like a movie that was going to be centered around the birth of a new royal member of this family. Actually, wasn't. I mean, was, but like that was almost like a subplot to the movie. I have not. I didn't watch this, so you got to tell me what I know the. The actual, like, main plot was that there are these two countries, 
two made-up countries in the movie. Oh, uh, what's the made-up Aldovia. Country? Aldovia, right. Okay, so there's Aldovia and then this other country, which I obviously can't remember. Valdovia. No, but maybe. And uh, they have, like, a treaty because, like, back in the 1400s, they fought a war and then they signed a treaty. And now every hundred years, the kings signed the treaty to like keep everything intact but you have to have the treaty signed by a baby no by midnight Uh on christmas eve of course i think might be christmas day one of those two and the treaty goes missing (gasps) the baby took it the baby hadn't been born yet even more mysterious then and this then becomes the central plot line of like where did it go who stole it what will happen if it's not signed that was gonna so that was my question what does happen if it's not signed they are back at war (laughs) why i'm unclear all right well this sounds like it makes a lot of sense and then in the final like 15 minutes oh she gives birth and the treaty was in her vagina no oh they find the treaty she gives birth yeah everybody signs it the baby no the kings oh and they made this new allowance that the queens were gonna sign it this year to bring everybody into like the modern era good yeah oh boy anyways it was like it Oh, and we find out who the guy was that stole the treaty. It was a, it's, you know, if you need a movie that is bad. Yeah, like some, I mean, sometimes you want to watch a bad movie. That's fine. But this is like a bad movie that's also kind of like a head scratcher. And you're like, I'm not sure who wrote this plot. And who also thought it was a good idea and approved it. But sometimes you need that in your life. I wrapped presents to this movie. So, you know. Mm, That's fair. It looks really pretty and Christmassy. Although they did talk about a huge snowstorm. And they were standing outside on like a patio. And the patio was completely clear. Now, like, okay. Maybe somebody cleared the patio. They got so many servants at at Moldova or whatever. Aldovia. There's so many servants and slaves probably just to clear patios. It's a... Anyways, there wasn't a new Christmas prince this year. Yeah, what happened with that? Oh, too many too many covid i'm surprised honestly i'm surprised they didn't do like oh, a pandemic prince <laughs> well then we so i guess i don't know someone stole all of aldovia's ppe <laughs> and we need it back by midnight on christmas so for the big ball <laughs> i guess last year there was a movie that i didn't really know i didn't know that it had come out but i think it did uh so a crit uh what was it like switched at christmas a christmas switch princess switch something freaky friday no oh anyway. like a prince and the popper kind of switch not like a body swap situation i don't know the prince and the popper prince, <laughs> prince and the popper <laughs> switch is like 
you got a prince or a, a real fancy person, and they're like, I'm tired of being fancy. I want to be in a poor person. And then you got a poor person who's like, man, I wish I had money for food. And then they run into each other, and they're like, oh, we're identical twins, and we should switch because that'll be fun. And then they do, and they all everyone learns a little bit about themselves. Right. Um, Is that what this was? I don't know. A Christmas switch? Leah's got her phone out. I don't know. I think that's one. Anyways, there was a second part to that movie that came out this year. Oh, so they switched again. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see the first one, and I definitely haven't seen the second one, so... It's about Christmas and... Switching. A prince or princess situation? I believe so. Because oh, then boy. I'm pretty sure what I heard was that the the king and the queen and the new baby from the Christmas Prince movie, they make a cameo oh in this movie. They're all in the same it's universe. It's the same universe. Well, I mean, it's all made by Netflix, so of course. It's part of the Netflix-averse. <laughs> The Netflix Cinematic Universe. Anyways, if you know what I'm talking about, feel free to leave a comment. Let me know. Feel if you have seen this movie... Just yell at your phone now. Yeah. And we'll hear it. Yeah. Leave a comment on Instagram. It's fine. I'll see it. I like them when you leave me a comment. Yeah. Yeah. So, to recap, the nominees are Baby Yoda, Boss Baby, Christmas Prince Baby... A baby Christmas <laughs> and uh, the Christmas switcheroo movie that we don't know the name of. I don't know if there's a baby in that. I know, so it's weird that it got nominated. <laughs> and also the baby from Santa Baby, the song. <laughs> I don't know if that's uh like an actual baby. Santa baby. Doopy Yeah, so that's not a... They're not referring to an actual baby in that song. Oh, that's weird. It's like a nickname for Santa. <laughs> what about the Michael Bublé version where he's like, I can't say baby. I gotta... That's like... Buddy. It's gotta be Santa buddy. <laughs> and then <laughs> the part... So I had to listen to all of Michael Bublé's Christmas songs as part of a running challenge. And that one was probably the worst, but he has to make everything like hyper masculine. Like in the real song, I think they, I think she says like uh, something about a new convertible to, or like it's whatever the year of the car is or something. Convertible to light blue. Mm -hmm. Michael Bublé would not be caught dead in a light blue (laughs) convertible. Let me tell you. He needs a steel blue convertible because he is a man and men only drive steel blue convertibles. Right. I mean, if you're going to go masculine, why wouldn't he just say like black? I guess it doesn't doesn't rhyme rhyme, probably. (laughs) And there's another part. I think it's like the something from Tiffany's part or something like that. And he's like, I want some cool like key rings from mercedes and it's like oh man this is so lame oh boy it's so bad yeah anyway i'm so glad that stupid stuff like that is gonna be over (laughs) in just a few days 2021 (laughs) all problems solved right obviously 
So the announce time to announce the winner of twenty twenty baby of the year. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Okay, you have to stop that immediately. And the winner is Clementine. <laughs> Sorry, other babies. If you wanted to win, maybe you should have had your own podcast. Clementine, obviously baby of the year, twenty twenty. Getting everyone through it. Making our seasons bright. Filling our lives with laughter and love. And she's not coming till 2021, though. So I think she's got a good chance next year, too, actually. (laughs) We'll see. So, yeah. Can you believe it? I mean, no, because she wasn't on the ballot. So Crazy, right? (laughs) That's weird. It's so good. I feel like she might have had, you know, somebody on the inside helping out with i mean she herself is on the inside no i mean on the inside of the voting and the ballots and the well everyone who's listening if you're like hey how come my baby didn't win maybe next year you you need your own podcast (laughs) no wait don't make your own podcast because it'll be just like ours but better probably (laughs) and then no one will listen to our podcast so don't forget it forget i said it. your baby wins i'm sorry everyone who's listening your baby wins I love your baby. Thank you. Your congratulations. We'll be sending you a certificate. Baby of the year 2020. Check your mailboxes. <laughs> it's just a big sticker. All right, we did it. So this is the last one of the year. Thank you for joining us on this weird year and our weird podcast. Yeah. I mean, I made it sound like there's not more. There's probably another episode coming next week. But but it'll be It'll be a whole different year of podcast. A new year. Yeah. A new month. Right. (laughs) A new day. A new week. Right. That's all I got. You're not wrong. It will be new, those things. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) I know. It's because I'm so smart. So thanks for listening, everybody. Have a happy new year. Well... Talk to you next year. Oh, so funny. <laughs> I love you. Bye. Mwah.